What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. So the format of the show, if you're new to the show, um, I'm sober now, but I used to like to drink and talk shit, talk shop, uh, talk about old drinking stories with my buddies. Um, and I'm going to keep that going, even though I don't drink anymore. It's fun reliving the past and um, I will do it by myself or I will have a guest in today. I'm very happy to be joined by a very funny comedian and co-host of the Full Charge Power Hour podcast, Mr. Craig Coleman. What's going on, man? Hey, man. How are you, brother? Good, good. So you are out in L.A. doing it, living yes. the dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Living the dream. <laughs> and, uh for those of uh, everybody listening, plug everything up front, Instagram, Twitter, podcast, everything you want to plug. Go ahead and let them know. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Team Coleman 76 is my um, Twitter. Uh, I don't do Twitter too much, to be honest with you. I hate like, it so much. Yeah, I don't I don't get it almost. I'm old man Coleman. So it's for me, it's just like, who? Huh? Well, I was and, talking to a, a friend of mine who's a comedian here in Jacksonville, and she was like, oh, if you just have a thought, you just tweet it. And that's how Twitter works. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with that at all. Right. Yeah, that's like literally the worst thing I could do. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think about it. You know, that's how I get in fights. Oh, and Craig Coleman 76 at Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'll friend you. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah i moved to la it's it's kind of like you know when you're from a place like bakersfield it's just like you can only go back to bakersfield so yeah i'll go, I'll go anywhere you know well, yeah and for the listeners you so um i'm a, obviously a fan of you guys and the the full charge power hour and i've been listening since god since before it was even that i remember i started listening to charge back when he was on like your mom's house or something and that's how oh, i sure that's how i came to find you um and if anybody looks you up on YouTube, it's actually, I know you guys have talked about this. It's actually a pet comedian. Yeah, he gets way more hits. So he comes up way before me. I've gone to shows and they've actually had his face on the, yeah, uh, on the thing. And I'm like, this guy, come on. And that's the one where, because my last name is unique, but my first name is Brennan. So obviously there's Kevin and Neil and all those guys. Uh, sure. Dude, so every time I go anywhere that's like where people who know comedy, it's always like Brennan, like Neil. And I go, it's no, it's my first name. Like what? Like, no, not even a little bit. But you um, live in L.A. now, Orange County area, but you are from Bakersfield. And before that, Washington. And you lived in Alaska for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Did the West Coast. Pretty yeah, much. I was going to say you've been all <laughs> up and down when you. um. So what? For the listeners, what prompted you? Because you grew up in Bakersfield, am I right? Yeah, like we moved to uh, Bakersfield when I was like 10 or 11. Okay, and that was from Mo Washington? Yeah, from Moses Lake, Washington. Okay. Usually when you tell people, you're like, oh, I'm from Washington. They're like, oh, it's beautiful. I'm all, yeah, not that part. <laughs> I lived in the, you know, there's, there's a Marscape part of Washington State, which is just this desert. And it's just dead. I mean, just flat oh, and really? dead. Yeah, it's just gross. And uh, Mount St. Helens exploded and just dumped on our town. Yeah. And like, I want to say within a year, my dad's like, we are out of here. Dude. Yeah. 
and Jeez. he was he was like, you know, we're going to California. So you're like, yes. Yeah, that's the thing about California. <laughs> yeah. And to a lesser extent where I live in Florida, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, no, not that part. Not the part not you read that about. part. Exactly. So when we got to Bakersfield, he's just like, we're here. And I go, yeah, I thought we were going to California. And he goes, yeah, yeah, this is California. dude. This is <laughs> Bakersfield. He goes, yeah, most of the California stuff you're thinking of. He goes, yeah, that's in two places. That's in San Diego and L.A. And we're yeah. not going to either one of those. Same thing. It's Miami or Orlando. Like we're not right. in sometimes Tampa. I'm like, no, we're not. Jacksonville's not that part. We're basically lower Alabama. Like, I don't understand what you guys yeah. think this is. Every time yeah. I think of Bakersfield, now tell me how close I am. I always think of like a Borderlands video game or like Tatooine just because I assume <laughs> it's in the desert. And it's just like a bunch of rough motherfuckers out there. It is. It is a bunch of rough motherfuckers. People like I know other people, they they've thought I've exaggerated. And then they were in Bakersfield and then they just saw somebody get, you know, two cars get in a fight as a stoplight. And yeah. they're like, they were like, wow. And I go, yeah, dude probably honked his horn and it was on. Yeah, so. that's not. And that it's so it blows my mind because you understand that. And I understand that anybody right. from Florida or Bakersfield, it sounds like, understands that. Yeah. Like I, I used to date a girl and she was from up north, but like the, the country part of up north. You know what I mean? Like the East yeah. Coast, but not really the East Coast. Right. And like people would cut her off and she'd like flick them off and like honk at him. And I'm like, you're going to get us both killed. Like we're going right. to get murdered. This is Duval County. Everybody has a gun here. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Yeah. There's certain places you should just not do that. Yeah, it's insane to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Bakersfield's definitely like people are just ready to go. And it's it's swampy looking desert. I mean, okay. uh, it's like, you know, hills, lots of hills and stuff. But oh, okay. And then part of it is just flat as hell, but and hot as Hades. Yeah. And we try to say we're Southern Californian, but most Southern Californians won't accept that. Anybody like in the LA area, you say that they go, mm, you're more central. Oh, really? And I go, well, according to the Mexican prison gangs, yeah. Bakersfield <laughs> is where the South ends. So I go by Technically, that. Technically, we got it. Yeah. Technically, that's it. That's yeah. That's Soranos, my friend. So I'm, I'm down. I'm down with that. <laughs> Now, did you get into a lot of trouble growing? How long were you were were you in Bakersfield for most of your most of your formative years? Right. Yeah, because like I was just a nerd in Moses Lake. I was just good kid. Yeah. Like on my last week, <laughs> this is how nerdy I was on my last week. We rode our bicycles downtown to the police station and we toured the police station, which is like a room in a jail. Yeah. And, <laughs> And then we had, you know, we went and bought a cookie for the cop that gave us the little tour. Oh, wow. And I think back of that and I'm just like, what a dork. Yeah. Because like my cousin from California, who was trouble, he came up and a cop would drive by. He'd be like, I smell bacon. I'd be like, what oh, are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Like, who does that? And then, <laughs> lots yeah, of people. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out lots of people. <laughs> I uh, was driving to work the other day and because um, I've 
the listeners know I've been arrested eight times. Like I, I <laughs> when, when I was drinking, I get in trouble all the time because I was pre-law in school. So that was enough to where, you know, you think, you know, everything. Sure. It's just a fancy. And honestly, it's a fancy way of saying I majored in political science, but I can't get girls at the bar by saying I'm majoring <laughs> in political science. It's not just like, as sexy. Yeah. It's just like pre-med. It's like, no, you majored in biology and then took the MCAT and then went to <laughs> medical school. Like, don't who the fuck are you trying to kid? Right. But, um, I thought I knew everything. So like I would get hammered by myself and then be like be, being all loud in my room, like playing Xbox or something. And the cops would bang on the door because it's always apartments or dorms. So it was either the campus police or the actual police. And they'd bang on the door and be like, fuck you. You can't come in here, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Right. And just like, I know my rights. When literally yeah. all they have to say is like, well, we think you have yeah, this is probable cause, so we're gonna come. Right. In. That's all they need, and that's I learned that the a very hard way. But true, I just I it's used to true. be such a piece of shit when it came to cops, and now I'm indifferent because like I don't I'm not a huge fan of the police, but at the same time, like I understand that I don't know if they have this in California, but in Florida they have something called resisting arrest without violence, which I've been arrested for a couple of huh. times. What? Which is that yeah. sounds slippery slope. What is it? So basically resisting arrest without violence gives the police officers um, jurisdiction and discretion to put anyone in handcuffs. Oh, I got you. Um, and a lot of times you can't you, touch me. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Fuck and then, you guys. Yeah. And then they'll just Boom. arrest you. Yep. Wrapped it up. I can tell you they do not have that here because I've seen people get in the police face here. Oh, and they really? Just, yeah. That's and there and they're like, all right, buddy. That doesn't right. work in, in Florida. They can just. And then a lot of times the case ends up getting thrown out. So like in my case, I was like a junior in college and they banged on the door and they were like, hey, we're going to come into this. This was at an actual party. And they were like, we're going to come in there and we're going to ID everyone. And whoever's mm -hmm. name is on the lease, if there's anyone in here under 21, you're going to jail. And yeah. I said, fuck you. You don't have a warrant. <laughs> and I slammed the door. Oh. And then I turned around thinking that the walls were soundproof. Yeah. And I turn around, and I scream up to my roommates and everyone at the party. I go, can you believe this dumb bitch cop thinks she's going to come into our house? Oof. And I walked upstairs thinking like high five in and like, fuck, yeah. yeah, not even five minutes later. There's a knock at the door, not a pounding, but a knock. Yeah. Oh, that's even scarier. I thought it was the pizza I had ordered. So I went yeah. running downstairs, opened it. She ripped me out. Like, oh, like I was white privilege incarnated. She ripped me out and slammed me on the ground, put her knee behind oh. my neck, arrested me. And whisked, I, I do this. I tell the story on stage, but it's so hilarious. She arrested me. She whispers in my ear. Who's the bitch now? Yeah. And then the charge was resisting nice. arrest without violence. So I go in front of the judge. I'll like I'll represent myself. I don't need a lawyer. <laughs> and the judge literally goes, OK, why were you arrested? And she's looking over the report and she goes resisting arrest without violence. And then she turns to the prosecutor, the state prosecutor, and she goes, what was the original charge? And they go, there, there wasn't one. She goes, so you brought this in front of me resisting arrest, but he wasn't being arrested. And they go, no. And she went off on the prosecutors and threw the whole thing out. But it's like and that's normal. And, and my cases that's what has happened to me the two or three times i've been arrested for that but right. but it's one of those things where you're still getting arrested like you're still that's like you're still going their to whole jail point you yep. bet that's their and whole point it's the so like i said i'm indifferent when it comes to police but i don't go around like like your cousin like who yeah. brought the fucking pigs it's like we're yeah. all gonna die we're all yeah. going to die yeah i always had that opinion yeah my dad sent me down when i was young he's like check it out dude 
He goes, you get pulled over. Cops come to talk to you. It's yes, sir. No, sir. Yep. He goes, I don't give a fuck what's going on. He goes, dude, those guys got guns. They got badges. They can end your life. And, you know, he goes, you get some crooked ass cop. He goes, most of them aren't. He goes, most of them are just regular dudes doing a job. He goes, but you get a badass crooked cop who just doesn't like your dumb ass. He's all, he'll slip some dope in your pocket. He goes, yep. gone. He goes, no one's going to believe you. You're a jackass. <laughs> you that's know? the thing, too, is like it's and that's the scariest part. It's like, oh, if I like if you do one little thing, like if you if and I learned this because I spent actual like when I was in jail, one of my jobs was I was a trustee at a substation. And it's mm-hmm. it's so bizarre. You always meet the coolest cops when they're not the ones arresting you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's always like, man, I would have yeah, let you go. Sure. I, man, I don't understand what that guy's problem was. I would have just let you go. That doesn't. <laughs> sound, and I'm like, where the fuck were you? <laughs> right. <laughs> where was this cool, relaxed guy? <laughs> but they were telling me yeah. they were like, if they really want to, especially I, because it's different state to state. But they were, they would say if they really wanted to, like if they tried to pull you over and you went just a block without actually stopping you wanted to get to like a safe place or something they could oh. they'd kept they could nab you for fleeing a scene sure and i was like wait you can do they go man we can stack charges like you wouldn't believe they can do whatever they want yeah and i was like yeah that's bananas i mean it always the stuff gets thrown out or whatever but they can throw it on the paper oh yeah well and then for- that's the thing too is you get that big stack and then they're like oh well you can plea out for this and it's like Man, if you would have gone to trial, that none of that would have stuck. But it does. Like I know because I've been in that situation. It's like you're so terrified. You're like, yeah, whatever you say, like, <laughs> yeah. whatever to make this go. Yeah, away. you bet, dude. They got the power, dude. There's they can be scary or they can be chill. I, I work with police like all the time. Yeah, because you do the it's, site rep thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the city um, sends out you know two police or a, a fireman, and so I you know for the first time in my life I've you know had to talk to these these people on a just regular level. And uh, if I'm working Metro, I got my Metro badge. They think I'm Metro. So they're totally cool to me then. Oh, yeah. And they'll tell me stories that are just like, whoa, like (laughs) unbelievable. You know, they they got some horror stories, but they're so dead to it. They'll just just laugh like, oh, you remember Chief? When you come in, there'd be a dead body in the hotel room and he'd be smoking a cigarette, eating pizza. And you're like. That's, what? Oh my God. You're like, I couldn't sleep for a month or ever again. And then they're like, Yeah, that dude, he's been he's been on the job so long, it's nothing. That's insane to me how you can get that numb to it. Like, yeah, yeah. That's just I, your regular job, you know. That's just your regular job. <laughs> and they've shown me pictures, dude. These no, fuckers, these fuckers have pictures that are and they don't tell you. No, right? they never do. They just go check that out, and you're like, <gasps> "Oh my god, that's terrifying!" Because like, that guy's headless. I, oh I, my I, god! I was gonna say, I remember in high school when people would just email each other like those beheading videos and stuff. Yeah, right. And you, like they wouldn't say anything, and you click on it, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, like thanks. I can't unsee that. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Oh my god, people are fucking. The <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, man, check it out. No, the hooker's dead too. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. You're like, wow. Did did you ever have any run-ins with the police when you were in Bakersfield growing up? Oh my God. Yes. Like Bakersfield police. And I've told LAPD, oh, I'm from Bakersfield. They go, oh shit. (laughs) They go, those cops are crazy. That's Like, like when I, yeah. Whenever I'm anywhere else and I strike up a conversation, I go, yeah, I'm from Jacksonville. And they're like, 
They mm. kill like those people kill people. Like I was just gonna say, there's a competition every year between the sheriffs and the BPD of who can kill the most people. It seems. Oh my god, that's fucking horrific. And it ain't even on a racist level. I mean, no, I don't it's care just, yeah, what yeah, color yeah. you are, dude. You you do not run from those cats. They're counting bodies. That's all <laughs> yeah, they care about. Yeah, you don't look at them wrong. You don't reach for a, a toothpick, man. They're like, bah, 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 bah. God, like you're down. Yeah, I've been pulled over. Uh, just when I was young, like, you know, and, and when I think back, I'm like, yeah, I look like a dumb young punk. I would have yeah. pulled me over, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember I got pulled over once uh, tripping balls on mushrooms, like hard, like, yeah. oh, my God. Shouldn't have been driving. Copy that. Shouldn't have even been <laughs> behind the wheel. Absolutely not. <laughs> I had a nickel for every time. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> you so got he was, me. Yeah, he was justified. <laughs> And I don't know what he really pulled me over for because he was a canine unit and he pulls me over. He gets me out in front of his car. His lights are going, you know, so I'm like peeking hard on these mushrooms and the lights are just. (laughs) Yeah. That's and I'm just insane. standing there like, be cool, be cool. And then the cars on the road just, you know, they're just like these stretched out lights. Jesus. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. We're good. We're good. We're good. And the cop, you know, he gets my license out. And he's like, uh, what's your name? I'm like, uh, Craig Coleman. And then he looks in the back seat, you know, where the dog would be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the windows are tinted and you could see through the front window. And I could see it was it was just the dog was back there. And he's like, but maybe there was someone in there. I couldn't see him. Yeah. And so it looked like he was talking. And again, I'm on mushrooms. And it looked like he's talking to the dog. <laughs> like, is this Craig Coleman, you know? And then he you know looks, this guy. Then he asked, what's your address? And I say it. Then he leans into the dog again, and I'm like, "Is he talking to the fucking dog? <laughs> like, what is going on? Because you're all tripped out, just tripping hard. Like, dude, this dog's gonna send me away. Because you he know, right away, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right away, my brain's like, dogs are smarter than people. Like, <laughs> maybe this dog's reading my vibes. So then I start in my mushroom brain. I'm like, let's send some good vibes towards this dog, man. Let's get one with the dog, and the dog's gonna just. And after he just asked a series of questions, he just hands me my license back and he's like, have a nice night. Oh, shit. Be safe. And I'm like, yeah, I will. (laughs) And, you know, I got a carload of people tripping, too. So they're all sitting there like, oh, so you had people with you? Yeah, there's like five people in that car. And we're all like, we're all going to jail. Everybody's going to jail. You guys ready to go to jail? (laughs) (laughs) And I just get back in the car and everybody just looks at me like quietly, like. And I go, yeah, yeah. Seatbelts on, guys. Here we go. Here we go. We're going home. We're going back to where we were tripping. All right. right. And we just drove away and we were all just like, oh, my God. Thank God. That's intense. I, I, oh, my God. I know I've been pulled over one time where I actually got let go. Um, I used to make the joke because I have an older sister um, and she's, you know, she's very pretty and everything. So I was like, man, she's been pulled over 12 times and gotten zero tickets. I've been pulled (laughs) over like four times and gotten 12 tickets. But, but I got I remember the only time I ever kind of like skated like that. I was hammered in college coming home from the bar. And this is an, I went to college in South Florida. So like they've got like legit gang violence and stuff like that. Sure. down there. Like like, well, you right. know, in California. So I got pulled over by um, a gang unit 
But like Ooh. I was all over the road enough to where they're like, <laughs> yeah. this isn't our responsibility, but it's kind of our responsibility. But we got to take it. Yeah. So they light me up bit, you know, those big suburbans, like everything's tinted out. Oh, like, sure. You know, the big uh, grill, like so they could smash into shit and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Guy walks up to me and I'm literally so I'm on the side of the road looking at my apartment window like I'm that oh. close. Like I'm I can see my light on and um they uh the guy walks up full like stormtrooper gear like oh, you know sure. what I mean? like helmet yeah. shoulder pads like yeah. gun taser baton like second gun <laughs> walks up with a rifle holding yeah, a rifle so not only all that other stuff but holding a rifle Homeboy walks up. is ready I'm like um this is it like here we go again like you know because yeah. at this point I had not gotten a DUI yet and I'm like this is what you know this is what happens I drink every day this is bound to happen and as the guy walks up, he's like, where are you going? And I said, home. He goes, where are you coming from? And I said, the bar. Like, I wasn't even going to try and bolt because <laughs> yeah, normally yeah. I'd be like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. But this guy was like serious. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's one sure. thing when it's like a beat patrol cop and you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. You're like, you know, I could outrun you. Like, look at you. But when it's like when it's like stormtrooper Darth Vader level shit, I was yeah, like, nah, I'm right. I was at the bar. You got me. <laughs> Right. And then as he's as he's like, well, we're going to need you to step out of the car and take. And as he's saying this, I hear his radio go off and he turns to his guy. He goes, where are you going? I said, home. My house is right there. Like, literally, that's my apartment with the jersey hanging in the you can see it in the window. That's my jersey. Nice. And he was like, we got to go. So just go home. He's like, we will follow you into this community. If you do not park your car, we're arresting you. But if not, get out and go upstairs. And I was like, I don't know what kind of violence was ensuing on the other end of that call, but a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Like I was like, all right, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened twice for me too. Where That's... it was just like something else happened and they just yeah. let you go. Me and my buddy, Ronnie, we got pulled over. We, cause we would always just ride around and get stoned. Yeah. And uh, woo -woo, lit up in the middle of, you know, halfway through a joint or hot box in the car. Was this like, in Bakersfield? Yeah, because every time I've been pulled over has been in Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> and then we he so he rolls his window down and it must have looked like the car was on fire from like his angle, all the smoke <laughs> pouring out. I mean, it was like a Cheech and Chong movie. It was just ridiculous. You know, you're yeah. like, you know, I'm like, oh, this is this is it. I mean, this isn't good. this is definitely it. Yeah, this is definitely it. I go, this guy's probably going to get high on the way to the car. <laughs> is this before or after the mushrooms? Yeah, this is probably around the same time. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I didn't know if in your brain you're like, I got away with it once. Yeah, like 88 to uh, 92 was kind of a woohoo. Yeah. You know, 18 to, to, to 22 was just a fucking ride. Yeah. And um, so we roll the windows down. Smoke's just pouring out. And the guy walks up. He goes, hey, you know, you got a taillight out? And my friend Ronnie's like, no, no. <laughs> I didn't. And he goes, Yeah, I'm gonna have to write you up for that. And we're like, he's like, Yeah, yeah, fine. That's great. Of that's, course. Yes, yes, that's sir, officer. Great. Let's get that going and we'll be done with this. And before he even gets his pen out, all of a sudden behind us, you hear like some car rear-ended another car, and he just comes back, throws him his license. He's like, Today's your lucky day. And he's like, You don't know the half of it. And then he he went to handle the <laughs> the accident and we were yeah. just like yes oh my gosh let's finish this joint <laughs> <laughs> thank god we didn't throw it out yeah yeah totally yeah totally 
that was the other part oh man that's insane because i i just think back on like like all the times where you just get because i i i am now incredibly just with authority figures like i hate authority figures like you know what i mean like on paper does that make sense sure yeah but like if i'm around an authority figure be it a judge or a cop or even like my boss at work i'm super respectful but then in my head i'm like no fuck authority like you know it's almost it's it's like the story you guys were talking about on the the last show where it's like you wear the rage against the machine shirt to the job where you're getting paid by the yeah by, by the, the machine by the machine yeah, yeah. absolutely so it's, it's very much that mentality which is probably why i do comedy but uh i'm i it's just so bananas because it's like like in my head i'm like you can't like you can't do this but what comes out of my mouth is like yes absolutely no problem 100 percent. but it's just so bizarre because like you see a lot of this stuff that's that's like just in the news and kind of the stuff that's going on and it's like but it's like you said earlier, it's like, no, they could do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Like, yeah, eventually there are repercussions, but that like the damage is already done. So it's just. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah, I think back on all the dumb shit I used to do. And it's like, yeah, you deserve to go to jail, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I didn't go to jail because I played the yes or no sir yeah. card like all the time i mean the one time i probably was definitely gonna go to jail we got pulled over um one night and we were up to no good again yeah. me and my homeboy Just... were up to no good and he had like fucking two eight balls of prank oh, on him i had like this vial of just made like maybe a thousand crosstop pills which is basically <laughs> speed oh god I mean, you know, we probably had like two grand worth, you know, yeah, maybe fifteen hundred dollars worth of dope. But yeah, it's an eighty-eight just, to ninety-two, baby, anything goes. You know, basically five years, five years is what that was. Oh, really? Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, because they don't fuck around with powders. Yeah, and once you get into that zone, you're you're fucking. That's a five-year wrap. Probably God, out in yeah. out in three. Yeah, yeah, out in three. Yeah. <laughs> All of my criminal friends, you tell them what you were doing. They're literally, they could tell you like, oh, that's 18 months, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can three do years. You get out in 18. They changed the law in Florida from 60 to 80 percent when I like, oh, when I went to jail. So they were like, man, back if you would have came in six months ago, because at the beginning of the year, they changed it. They're like, <laughs> right. man, if you would have been here six months ago. You would have only done 60 percent of your yeah, time. Yeah. But now right. you got to do 80. They're like, man, that sucks. We're all grandfathered in. So we about to be out of here. But it sucks for you. <laughs> Yeah, so this guy pulls us over and, uh, you know, and we're both wearing, you know, flannels. My yeah. boy, he's got long hair, Mexican dude, and I'm like shaved head, um, you know, p- punk rock. And just we look, you know, we looked apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so, look like you're up to no good. Yeah, we absolutely looked like we were up to no good. I would have pulled us over. I'd be like, look at these two shady bastards. <laughs> they honestly what- thought they were going to drive by us looking like this and we yeah. weren't going to do anything. Absolutely. The fuck's wrong with them? Right in this neighborhood. Yeah. So we're sitting in his car while he's tossing up my car. You know, no warrant, no whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, and my buddy looks at me, he goes, no worries, dude. He goes, all the dope's in the cop car right now. And I go, not all of it. 
I go, I forgot my shit. It's in the car. And all of a sudden that dude opens the door and he's just like, you fucking piece of shit. He's like, and he held it up. You know, he goes, you're going to fucking jail, motherfucker. He goes, you fucking make me sick, you piece of shit. He just kept going with that. And I'm just like, oh, no. And then he got a call over the radio. Oh, my God. They found the guys they were looking for. We fit the description. And he comes, he, you know, he yanks us out of the car and he's just like, you fucking, this is your lucky day, motherfucker. If I see you again tonight, he goes, I swear to fucking Christ. He goes, I'm going to take you down. He threw my shit in the gutter and stepped on it. And he's just like, God, I want to see you go to jail. You fucking lucky bitch. Oh and, then he, and then they took off, you know, and uh, he that got away with anxiety. that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Well, we got caught again later that night. The sheriffs this time roll oh, up God. on us. Yeah, dude. This is one of the this is the last night I hung out with this dude. <laughs> so I was like, wow, you are a magnet for this shit. And we were spray painting this road. It's, it's called <laughs> it's so I love stupid. how you go. I love how you go. You're a magnet for this shit. So we were spray painting this <laughs> yeah, road. Exactly. <laughs> Together. <laughs> It's called uh, Not a Through Road, and it was one of the party spots because it's just this dead end road. And so we're spray painting it. And I mean, a huge mural, you know, yeah. my initials. First of all, my initials. Is it actual like art? Are you guys like really doing it? Or we're just, no like, good at around? it. OK, yeah, OK. But we're you're no trying. good at it, but we're trying. We're yeah. trying. That's and what so, counts. Yeah, that's what counts. We're on speed. We're fucking spray painting a road that no one uses. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, these sheriffs, you know, they roll up with their lights off and then just woo, light it up. And we're oh, like, oh, God. and there's nowhere you could have went anyway. Yeah. It's like you're because it's a, a no field. through road. Yeah. So it's just field in both directions. So they just roll up and they're like, what's going on here? And we're like, oh, nothing. He goes, did you spray paint this road? And I'm like, yeah. And my buddy's all, no. He goes, let me see your hands. And like the colors of the road are on our hands. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I'm not going to play that game. I'm like, these guys aren't dumb. And uh, and then the cop goes, what do you spray paint? And I go, my initials. And he goes, oh, shit. He's Craig Allen Coleman. He goes, hey, dude, look. And to his partner, he goes, it's his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. All right, dumbass. All right. So they basically, they just told us, you know, get out of here. And, oh, and wow. Knock the shit off. And <laughs> look, it's his name. Yeah. And I was done for the night. That was a wrap for me. Yeah. I was just like, all right, dude, I took him home. I went home. And then I talked to him a couple days later. Dude, that guy then went out because he decided he wanted to go get some rocks. Oh, so shit. he went out to that part of town and something happened and he wrecked his car oh, ran, damn. ran off ended up getting arrested again that night God, three like, times in one night three fucking times just like jesus dude jesus two was enough for me yeah that's i, I it's weird too because looking back i know you've got a lot of these stories that you're telling us are kind of it similar is. where it's like where like you look back and you're like how am i alive like that's yeah. crazy but then i've got friends that like I know just in the circles that I run with, like between going to rehab and halfway houses and detoxes and stuff, like I've met people that have become like friends, like good friends over the course of the last few years. And it's just bananas. Cause they're like that, like, just like that, like your buddy being like, yeah. So then I went back out. Cause I went and you're like, like me who's been arrested eight times, done time in jail, like all this like dumb shit. And I'm like, the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Seriously. When do you not know when to quit? Damn. 
Oh man, <laughs> people are bananas. So you don't, you don't drink like really at all. Is that correct? No. Has that no, always I, been a thing for you? No, I've, uh, you know, I always did socially, and then I did uh, always when I did stand up. Yeah. Um, and then I just stopped like maybe seven years ago. Oh damn, oh. that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I think I drank once. Me and Matt went on the road. Yeah, I remember you telling that story. Yeah. yeah, and I and I drank, and I was hung over so horribly. Uh, marijuana was the only thing that could pull me out of that, <laughs> that hole. And I was just like, yeah, I am out, dude. I'm such a lightweight now. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Oh, God. That's so – That's it's funny because when I – when did you first start doing stand-up? Like, how – where did you do it? Where? How old were you? You know, like, my first – stand-up stand-up was um i would open for my friend's band in um bakersfield oh, like yeah, in cause... his apartment um and they and, became corn most yeah, of so do you want to <laughs> yeah so it's most of the band corn um with a I different for... singer i forget sometimes because i've listened to you for so many years that i like i know that so i'm like yeah totally and then i'm like oh wait nobody like people well, listening I... might not know <laughs> Yeah, back then they were called LAPD. My friend Richard was the singer. Yeah. And uh yeah, they were um they're diff they were the LAPD is a completely different band than what Corn is. But uh so you got Reggie, James, and the drummer David were the core of that band. And okay. uh they pretty pretty much became the core of what is corn. And then Brian came in. Brian, we've all known Brian since we were kids. Yeah. Um <clears throat> And uh, Jonathan, I didn't know Jonathan. I, I didn't meet Jonathan until corn was already a thing. Until it was um, corn? Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was a younger kid and he went to a totally different school. Oh, really? Uh, so I just didn't know him. Like The only reason I even knew David, because David's like two years younger than me. He lived around the corner from me. Oh, shit. That's crazy. And like they, I, was, I was like the cool kid who could play <laughs> drums. And then my these younger kids that 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 like you know were my friends. They were like, "Hey, Craig, can can David play your drums?" And I'm like, "Sure, kid." And <laughs> un- toss him the sticks. Unbelievable, and- seriously, yeah. dude, unbelievable. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like, what? Huh? I yeah, I didn't know. That I was get possible. so mad at stand up when that happens. You get these new kids that come in, and I'm like, "Yeah, I've been doing it ten years. We'll put you on a showcase, kid." And then yeah. they destroy, and I'm like. I'm going to go fucking kill myself. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Beginner's luck. It's beginner's luck. <laughs> Do it again, David. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's and awesome. I, man. I, I don't know how they found him. Maybe it was uh, uh, Richard that found him, to be honest. And uh, Reggie, you know, once they started doing their thing, Reggie's just like, hey, dude, we're moving to L.A. Yeah. And he goes, you need to quit school. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. He's like a sophomore or a junior in high school still. And he's like, huh? And Reggie just put it to him. He goes, yeah, dude. He goes, you can go to L.A., pursue this band thing with us, or you can just stay in Bakersfield and rot away and die like everybody Damn. else. And he's not wrong because there was yeah. other very talented bands that never left Bakersfield, and you've never heard of them. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's because you see that. you talking about that with Bakersfield, and then I've seen it, obviously, in Jacksonville and then Daytona, where I'm originally from. Like, Right. Like obviously, I um I know it more from stand up, but there's like there's bands in Jacksonville that tour and like do the bar circuit and stuff, and it's like you guys are really good. And even nowadays with the internet and everything, it's still like you 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 should probably go somewhere. Yeah, you got to chase it, man. Yeah, or because I, I sometimes they're like, oh well, you know, we'll put our stuff up on Instagram, and if well, people will find us, and I'm like, 
yeah, but do you know how much work you could get just being outside of a venue talking to people? Like how yeah. much, you know what I mean? And I'm like, just like, just go. And they just don't. So that's awesome that that happened with corn when they're like, no, you yeah. can come or not. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. He went and got his GED and he bounced. Damn. That's crazy. And so you used yeah. to open for them doing stand up. Yeah, I would do stand up and I was terrible. I mean, it was just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I was like, what, 17, 18. I had nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I tell jokes, sex jokes, had sex twice. I don't know what sex is really <laughs> like. And, you know, so, yeah, I would open for him at uh, the, their, their parties that they would throw. And or I would go. Um, and then when we moved, when we moved to L.A., yeah, I would yeah. Uh, go up and do some stand up. I, I opened once for my chemical romance and oh show. shit. Yeah, that was fun because I met those guys briefly uh before they made it again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are always way before anybody makes it. <laughs> That's I've got some of those stories with uh comedy, just like comedians that now are getting real big. And I'm like, yeah, I they did a showcase one time, like I worked with them, and people are like, What? And I'm like, they weren't that person then. Yeah. Yeah, Judah Friedlander used to do our show in Santa Monica like all the time. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Um, uh, DV Daniel Van Kirk came into Jacksonville one time and did a show. And then a buddy of mine who was running the show was like, hey, you want to open? And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's awesome. And then I did. And then like six months later, he was playing like the comedy club circuit in Florida. And I was like, yeah, we, you know, DV came back. Yeah, we go way back, way back, way back. That's my boy. That's, yeah meanwhile he doesn't even know who i am but it's like yeah yeah, we're yeah cool. totally dude totally totally did you when you first started doing stand-up were you did you get bit by the bug were you like this is something i want to pursue or was it kind of like just like a fun thing or you know I, I i always wanted to do it just because i really you know i grew up listening to like richard Pryor records yeah. steve martin records and um i was a class clown and i could always make people laugh you know i wasn't the coolest ever but I could always make people laugh and I could yep. always get, you know, friends, girlfriends, whatever, just, just from that. If you can make and them laugh. So, you can make them breakfast. Damn straight. There you go, dude. So I was like, this has always been my way in. So maybe I should try it. And then when I moved to Alaska, that kind of stopped, yeah. you know, that, that, that any dream kind of <laughs> stopped because you're like, Oh, well now I don't live in the world. <laughs> <laughs> So you went from Bakersfield to L.A. to Alaska. Yeah. 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 We'll get. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll explain that. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, we went to. So then I moved to L.A. when they uh, probably a year after they'd already been there and uh, we hung out. They played shows and, you know, it was it was really cool. Yeah. We would do um, uh, just hanging out at these dingy little nightclubs. But um, my buddy quit the band. And then I was just like, well, fuck, why do I want to be here now? Like, yeah, it's, it ain't going to be any fun. No, no shows. Then why? And at the time, I just didn't feel like doing the L.A. struggle. Yeah. And so I went back to Bakersfield and fell into a meth hole. Uh, <laughs> I was, don't mean to laugh. but Yeah. No, it's this is someone who's fallen down quite a few holes myself. I'm like, yeah, I understand that completely. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, thinking back, I'm just like, God damn, like in a million years, I wouldn't uh hang out with any of these people or, yeah. or go do any of the shit that we did. <laughs> yeah, there I was. Yep. That's like when I when I got done with college, I uh long story short, I had a settlement for like twenty six thousand dollars. And I was like, Well, I'm gonna move mm. back to Daytona. 
and I spent it in 28 days. And had yeah. you asked me like two years prior, like, oh, you're going to go back to Daytona and blow like 30 grand in a month on booze and drugs. I'd be like, yeah. that fuck I am like, no, I'm Who not would do that. <laughs> yeah. And then you fast forward. It's like, now here I am. This is happening. Oh, I can already see that would have been a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was I would have been right there with you. I've been like, hell yeah, Brendan, let's go get another fucking eight ball, dude. Come yeah. on. It's only let's, nine o'clock. It's only nine o'clock. Let's do it. So you go back to Bakersfield and you fall into the, the yeah, up to no good crowd like, again. Yeah, because like all my buddies at the time were selling that shit. And yeah. so it was free. It's not like I spent a bunch of money on it. It was yeah. literally free. And uh um so like I hung out with this these dudes, we were just a bunch of punk rockers, like uh one of my friends, in fact, like this is how I discovered most of my punk rock. Uh, we're just driving, just fucking you know, cranked out yeah. of our minds. And he's just like playing some music. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's like, it's the Dead Kennedys. And I'm like, never heard of this. And he just ejected it and he goes, play this until this tape breaks. Oh, wow. You know? And it was on. I was yeah. just like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> exactly. My heart's about to fly out of my chest. <laughs> and, uh, these guys like here's here's a night so one night we're all sitting there i'm not proud of this the story i'm about to tell it's not a great story that's what the show's all about man <laughs> yeah yeah and so we're all sitting there all fucking you know jacked up on speed and we hear this Koosh, someone hit a car we go yeah. outside and it's my dad's gto so this dude had rear-ended my dad's gto oh shit you know vintage car whatever Yeah, that's a nice car it was, and uh, luckily it just took out the tail light. But and my buddies, like I'm one way, but these guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, they automatically grab the shotgun because the dude started to drive away. So we they block him off in the street, shotgun. Oh, and shit. it's just some kid, just some young Latin dude, and he's just like, you know, I don't, I don't have insurance. He's like, I got money. My uncle's got money. Yeah. And so my buddy, who's like really big, you know, he's like six foot something and he's yeah. just a stocky corn fed, you know, uh, and I think he was from like Colorado or some shit. Country so he, strong. he gets. Yeah. We take the shotgun and we go follow them. He gets yeah. in that dude's car and he's like, we're going to your fucking uncles. And the whole way there, you can see the shadow of him pointing and yelling at this dude like Holy you fucking did it. You do this. You do that. You know, like I'm going to fuck you up. So we get to that uncle's house and it was almost like uh, in a movie scene where it's like all lit up by headlights, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we're all standing on the lawn and this this fucking uncle, my buddy's got his 12 gauge out. Jesus. Like if the cop just drove by, we're like, <laughs> this sounds like a scene out of training day. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But this old Mexican dude, like now that I think back, I'm like, how hardcore was this motherfucker? He came outside. He didn't bat an eye to the shotgun. That didn't even mean nothing to him. He wasn't afraid of it. He didn't even afraid. register. Didn't even like. Wasn't afraid of none of us. Yeah. He whips out this wad of cash, right? Fully, dude has a shotgun. Yeah. Could just could have just robbed him, but that's how unafraid of us he was. He whips out this wad of cash, counts out five bills, boom, hands them to me walks turns his back to us and walks back in the house and we all like cool but now years later as i thought about it, i was like damn dude 
that was probably a way scarier guy than we thought yeah, he was. you even could have even imagined yeah that guy was probably like cartel strong and he's just like i want these white boys off our lawn and yeah out of here and so he just yeah, and it's probably one of those things too, where it's like, yeah, my nephew hit their car, so I'll whatever. Pay for the car. So he's probably yeah. thinking of it like not even a not even registering you guys, like just like, nope. oh, he hit your car here, I'll give you the money for the car. Yep. Like, doesn't see the gun, doesn't see everybody there. He's just like, yeah, here, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> he turns he around just, and walks he, away. He saw the gun. He like looked at it. Yeah, but you know but, what I mean. Like uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. He just, but he was just such an old school dude. God, that didn't insane. even bother him. Didn't like even those, bother him. Just I know you're into those mafia <laughs> guys too. That's like that kind of shit. Yeah, it's like that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that guy was like just a hard, not afraid of a lot of shit kind of dude. Like he could yeah. tell, like you guys are a bunch of punks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I yeah. was thinking too. Like, his, oh, you guys you know, are so cute. You think you're gonna do something? Because like his brother or whatever was standing up at the porch was probably the dude that we should have been aware of. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they there's a reason three or four guys trained yeah. on you right when you pulled exactly. up. Exactly. There's like there's a reason I'm standing back here and yeah. just keeping my eye out on all this. God, yeah. that's insane. My dad's that the was. kind of guy where he's like really into that that the mafia stuff because he he's a sale he's in sales so he used to go to New York all the time. And he'd always tell us these stories about like, yeah, I ran into so-and-so, you know, cause he'd go to these bars and nightclubs and stuff. And sure. It was, it's, but now, you know, that was 20 years ago. So now it's so funny. Cause my girlfriend and I, we were supposed to be in New York city already. And my dad's always, it's like, he always wanted to be like mafia adjacent. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he yeah, yeah. God, he's always like, Hey, when you get up to New York, you're going to, I'm going to give you this guy's number. You give him a call. You have any trouble up there. And I'm like, That's dad, so that was great. 26 years ago. Like That's I guess so probably great. dead. Yeah. I guess probably not even alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Cause we were supposed to go up there um, April 1st. That was supposed to be my big, like, all right, we're going to do comedy now. And then the world stopped. So that was cool. Oh Yeah. Yeah, we had an apartment picked out and everything. I was texting. Oh, you were Matt. doing it. Yeah, yeah. We we were supposed to sign our lease April 1st. And then March, like 20, March, like we went up there beginning of March to look at all the apartments. And then March 24th, her job called and my job called and was like, hey, restaurants are all closed. Like your guys' transfers are off. And the, yeah. broker was, the broker was still trying to get us to sign. They're like, you can sign the lease electronically. Like, don't worry about it. Just get up here and then you'll figure it out. And we're like, no, yeah, we're good. No job. Yeah, no way. Yeah, we're all right. Um, so we're still stuck in Jacksonville. But wow. OK, dude. So you're going to New York. Yeah. I mean, that was the plan. I mean, it's still the, the plan, move. but it's yeah. Hell yeah, look, buddy. Hell yeah. To. I got to do something. But what happened? So you're in Bakersfield again. We got I got sidetracked. I'm sorry about that. No, that all cold. good, dude. Oh, yeah. So the summer of, I want to say, 89, 90 was a wild one. Yeah. Like that shotgun incident, that's part of it. And then maybe a uh, lot of LSD, yeah. a lot of LSD. Uh, and then um, the one, the month where I was just like, this shit is like out of fucking control. Like I would, I would end up being in a part, you know, in, places like mobile home parks with people i didn't know yeah who had like, who had like garbage bags up on the windows so yeah. that the Tin sun oil. wasn't yeah. gonna yeah. fucking yeah. bother them yeah. <laughs> you know you're like it's five o'clock you're like a.m p.m yeah i don't, don't that means nothing time's a social construct in here 
<laughs> yeah. And so, you know, and I just kind of would look around and be like, what am I doing? Dude? This guy's like 30 something years old. Like yeah. fucking shooting meth in his neck. Like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Gnarly people. And then, uh, you know, weapons and just, it just got weird. And then, um, so my buddies, I go to see my buddies who are, who are dealing and there's this guy there and he's with my friend, Kevin. Now, Kevin's okay. co- Kevin's cool. Um, but this guy's just this roided out dude. And uh, Kevin's like, hey, what's up, Craig? And then and this dude all of a sudden goes, Craig Coleman. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that was hostile. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's just like, yeah, you were fucking with my girlfriend. And I'm just like, nah, bro, I don't even. Yeah, it wasn't me. You know, I'm, like yeah. this guy hasn't fucking even got a whiff of uh, the jj in like a long time so i don't even know what you're talking about yeah and then he says her name and i'm like had to go way back in my brain i'm like dude that was high school it's like i haven't seen her in like two years dude but but that's what he's talking about that's my ex-girlfriend and yeah i bumped into her into a hallway hadn't seen her in months and i was just like hi and that was kind of it but homeboy kept on held on to that yeah and so uh so he had a problem with me, but luckily my friend Kevin just like, yeah, you ain't touching Craig, dude. Let's just leave that alone. Because this yeah. dude would have just destroyed me. There's just no way, no way around that. It's always good to have those people that know you that are kind of like, nah, he's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Kevin's just like that saved you know. that has saved my ass a few times where yeah. like, I've gotten into it with people and they're like, you don't want to fuck with that guy. But luckily he's our friend. So we'll talk him down. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no, Kevin and me, you know, we're that Kevin had love for me. So, yeah, that wasn't happening. And so I get up to my buddy's apartment and they're all tripping out. They're like packing up and they're like, we got to get out of here. Oh, shit. They're all that guy's going to come back and rob us like they were already sure of it because this dude's about to go to prison in three months. You're, you know, the roided up dude. Yeah. So it's either that he was sentenced or he knew when he went to court that that is what's going to happen, that he's going to go do a stretch for like, I think it was like going to go do three years. And so more like two and a half, but yeah. Right. Right. And so we load up, you know, he's like, Hey, I need you to take me over to Eric's. And I'm just like, all right. And so, and all the dope and the guns. So they were all in the trunk of my car. Like thinking back, like what a fucking moron. You know, so we've got pounds of meth, pounds of weed, uh, cash, you know, scales, guns, every single thing that a cop would just like pull you over, look in the trunk. That's 25. Yeah, at least 25. I mean, I would have threw rat on him, like without a doubt. I already know (laughs) thinking back at him, I would have been like, oh, yeah, 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 this is his dope. Uh, His buddy Dave, he's in a red truck. He went the other way. You know, yeah, I would have threw rat on all these guys. Yeah, I didn't. I've seen the Shawshank Redemption. I'm not going, man. (laughs) These were not my boys. We weren't that tight. So, yeah, but uh, we get over there. And so unbeknownst to us, where we go to my buddy Eric's place, just up a block away is a Wendy's restaurant. Yeah. So the girl that's the manager at this Wendy's restaurant um, had bought dope from my guy earlier that day, right? Yeah. And it was kind of around the same time Roydman was there. Roydman knows her. Okay. They. This is so Bakersfield, this incestuous yeah. drug culture. And so he had set up with her. She's the manager at this Wendy's. He had set up with her. Hey, we're going to do a fake robbery on you okay. tonight. 
and um, we're going to get that, you know, the money from the Wendy's. So, hey, could you let that cat in? And so we, so we're partying just down the street. So later that night at like one o'clock in the morning, he goes to this Wendy's to rob her. She gives him the Wendy's money. No problem. Maybe punches her or whatever to make it look like something happened. Well, then he tells her, now give me your dope and your money. Like he wanted everything. And she's just like, what? No, we're just doing the Wendy stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. I want all of it. And she's like, you know, fuck that. And so he just shoots her. What a fucking prick. Yeah, dude. Just a greedy bastard. And so there's two guys sitting in the car. One of these guys is totally regular guy that we went to high school with, which, you know, when you read the paper, you're like, what? Like that dude got caught up in some shit. Damn. So they're waiting in the car because homies just like, look, this is, you know, and, and you've, I've heard this kind of thing before. Like, this is nothing. This is no big deal. The girl already knows I'm going to go in. Yeah, I got, I got the gun, but it's just for show and going to get the money and go. And they're like, all right, that sounds simple enough. And then they hear blah, blah, blah. Right. Dude. And then homie comes out and yeah, dude, within like, what, two, three days, those dudes all get arrested. Yeah. Dude gets life. Uh, and the other two dudes did like 10 years. Jesus, man. It's for being in the car. Yeah. And that's like every heist movie you ever watch where they're always like, there's that one guy that's a little nuts. That's it. That's it. It just takes that one thing and it all goes south. And so after that, I was just like, Oh my God. I was like, shit, it's just getting too fucking weird here. Cause to be honest with you that night, while that's happening. One my buddy who doesn't do that shit, he's over here with this big pile making lines for us. And one, he spelt out the Slayer logo. Oh God. <laughs> like if you're going to party in hell, this is what it looks like. Just, just, yeah. I'm going to do the S, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, Oh, and my dad lived in alaska and so i'd been up for five days god damn and i'm just like just sweating in my room and i'm just like oh my god i gotta get out of here and i i you know i i waited until because it's even like an hour earlier in alaska oh so i had to wait like 8 a.m boom i'm calling him at 8 a.m hey what's up dad can i come live with you you have to i'm coming up yeah and he's like yeah sure <laughs> damn and so yeah that's that was the and i never ever did that shit again that's well it's awesome that you never did it again but then you ended up in alaska did you um i know you've yeah. gotten to bands and stuff up there did you have any aspiration like i you so you got up there to get away and were you thinking like once you kind of came down off everything were you like all right i'm gonna start my life up here in alaska or were you like i gotta get back to la or what was yeah. your mindset no, it was always, always get back to Cali. Okay. Yeah. okay. Always. Yeah, for sure. I was like, fuck this place. Yeah. I mean, like within a week, I was going I was to California say, Craig. You dude. came down from everything. You were like, all right, I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I stayed up there like a year and I came back and then shit was the same. And so I just was like, never mind. You know, I'll just stay up there for a while. And I, I stayed up there for seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the first two years was in this dinky ass little town. So Dotna, Alaska, like, I mean, 
you know, where I work at Union Station in L.A., the train station. Yeah. Like the whole town could fit in there. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> you could literally put almost the whole town on that the square footage of that place. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, it was just too, too small for me. And then I went to Anchorage, Alaska, and I lived there for a bit. Did, that's when I started doing um, comedy for a minute. Yeah, because I remember you talked about you were doing shows up there. Um, did you start doing that right when you got there? Or? Yeah, I did. Like right away. I'm going to try and look up this guy's name so I get his name right. Uh, there was I, this... I remember you were telling that story. Um, God, I can't remember if it was with Darren or with Matt. Or, but I remember you were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere you go, like if there's people who want to do comedy, you can do it. Like all it takes is, you know, a room and a mic. It's true. It's really true. So I, I, you know, I looked up that there was a, a place called the Annex or building and they did stand up comedy and they had like a um, amateur night. And so I yeah. went down there, signed up, you know, it's just two other people that were doing it. And um, I went up, did my thing and um, got a good response. You know, again, it was stupid, like, I, you know, dumb as hell, but um, yeah. it wasn't bad. And so his name is Paul Herman. Okay, he played Beansy on The Sopranos. He's the oh, guy that yeah. ends up in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious dude, right? His stand-up is hilarious. So he was up there doing stand-up, and uh, he calls me over. He goes, "Hey, come here, kid." You're a total New York guy, right? Yeah. This guy was is he, just he like he was up there just doing like a doing a, a run. Yeah, he was okay. up there just doing a run and doing some stand-up. And uh, he's like, "Come here, I'm gonna tell you something, kid." And he's like, uh, "He goes, I don't know you from shit." He goes, I give two fucks about you. He goes, you could walk right out that door and get hit by a car. I'm not going to shed one fucking tear. And I was just like, yeah. I go, this, <laughs> I go, this is the dude from Goodfellas. Like, I was yeah. like, this is so fantastic. And uh, he, uh, he goes, uh, he goes, you got one thing, kid. He goes, your jokes are shit. He goes, they'll get better. He goes, but you got stage presence. He yeah, goes, and that's that's, that's the most awesome, important man. thing. He goes, you he goes, you need to keep doing this. He goes, you need to keep at it. He goes, uh, he goes, you're good enough. And I was just like, fuck yeah, thank what? you. What? That's awesome. Yeah, that was unbelievable. So I was just like, I always remembered that. And then um, I would come back to that place a couple times, but there was two people that they were the comedians in Anchorage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one was the dude, he like also worked at the bar. He was just some old burnt out heavy metal dude. And he was not fucking funny at all. He thought he was, but he was just not funny. Um, and he probably, you know, for Anchorage being the guy. And then there was this other guy who was just kind of this burnout regular dude, but he was, he was pretty funny. He was smart. He was really yeah. smart. And neither one of them really liked me <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, oh, the out of towners are talking to him. The yeah. waitresses love him, you know, because, yeah, I'm like this fresh faced kid who's just like, well, yeah, the thing, especially in those kind of towns. Like, it's the same, like you said, it's the same two fucking people. Yeah, they were just over these guys. That's yeah. all. It, well, yeah, they were just over these guys. And uh, so I went back there like two or three times. And then, and then they just, they were like, sorry, kid, we're closing. Like, that yeah, was it. that's what I remember. Yeah, it was just over. <laughs> it was a wrap and there's just nowhere else in town to do it just forget it uh and then i just started doing the band thing and um that was great that was that was great yeah um 
and it's uh liquidbandaid.com if you ever want to check that check out check it out everybody i'll put you a know. link in the uh show notes when yeah we aid is spelled a d e and you know all the music's there for free it's 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 good enough and a lot of kids loved it you know we were you know we were the punk band and the bands that opened up for us were the punk bands and that's kind of how anchorage is it's like there's the metal the metal guys the punk rock guys and then you do it for two or three years and then you quit and your scene's dead. The scene's gone. It's God. dead. Like they quit. Yeah. And then, but then the people that went to your shows become the scene yeah, because they now start, they're older. Yeah. They start playing. Yeah. Um, like I think one of my uh, bandmates was just, I remember talking to them and they were like, nah, I think we should just give this music away for free and maybe we'll tour around the country and just do free shows. He just kept saying free, free, free. <laughs> yeah. And I was like the only one that ever worked and, you know, had a regular job. Yeah. Like I remember like these guys were, you know, these guys are serious, like, you know, almost homeless punk rockers. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I remember being the first time I uh, played with these guys, they were just like, who smells like soap? And I was just like, guilty. Yeah, that's me. You know, I pulled up in a new car. Everybody walks out to look at my car like, whoa, this yeah. fucking guy is rich. I'm like, no, it's I called a fucking yeah. nine to five, dude. <laughs> I work nine to five. <laughs> That's the hilarious things with artists is I, I mean, to a lesser extent, I see it here where there are certain guys that are just, you know, like, no, nah, I'm just going to do the bare minimum to pay rent and sleep on a couch. And then, yeah. and, it's, and it's like, it's not a starving artist thing. It's like, you still barely do shows. You're just lazy as shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this guy was uh, our guitarist. I mean, he was just a goddamn musical genius. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he really was. That's awesome. He really fucking was. And, you know, I've, I've often said if we lived in LA or Seattle or It'd New York, yeah, he would have accidentally become famous just yeah. because somebody else would have been like, I can make a ton of money off of this yep. and just try and stir it in the right direction. But then again, he's the kind of guy, if he got too commercial on his ass, he's like, fuck this. He'd be out. Yeah, he would. He would have been out because there are some people who are so like about it that they're like, no. Yeah, I want not. I have a friend of mine that I work with. He's going to be on the show uh, in two weeks. He owns a record store here in uh, Jacksonville, and he's also mm. a musician. Really cool guy. He, Excellent. Uh, yeah, I met him because he would let us do shows um, at his record shop. But he's always like, he'll bring up these names of artists, and I'm always like, never heard of him. He goes, yeah, of course you never heard of him because he put out like one album every seven years and like worked right. as like a night janitor somewhere to pay rent. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but if he's as good as you say he is, he goes, yeah, but it's about the music, man. And I'm always like, dude, that's that's bananas. <laughs> It is bananas. You have to have that extra drive to actually want to get your stuff out there. Yeah, there's a whole other gear. And I mean, yeah. you and I know just from doing what we do, it's one of those things where it's like, what? What do you mean? I got to post and then I got to repo and then I got to do this and I got to do that. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she does uh, social media stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, are you on TikTok? And I'm like, no, I just kind of do the Instagram. She goes, oh, you don't do the Twitter either? And I goes, no. She goes, well, you have to post. And you have to post at these specific times. And then, like, you have to do the sponsorship ads and try and get. And I'm like, no, that's that's been, that's not. No. That's too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll gonna... just keep putting it out. And if people like it, they like it. And then right. it'll grow naturally. Right. 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 That's, 
that other shit is like like you know you see those sponsored ads on instagram you're like who the who the fuck is this guy i go right past it yeah i'm like this is it sometimes i'll stop like if it's a stand-up thing and i'm like i'm so glad i don't do that (laughs) i'm so glad i don't force it onto people yeah no if it's a band sometimes i'll listen to it if they look grimy enough for me (laughs) or you know if they look like they made their jeans torn i'm out yeah 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 like we're punk it's like no you're not no you're probably not probably not the um like i like a band they're called sleep and they put out an album in 92 which was amazing then they'll put out one in like 97 you know and you're like oh fuck yeah here's you know and it's me and like you know they got a few fans they got quite a few fans yeah but then they just put out an album in like 2018 i think it is it's called the sciences and it's 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 amazing but it's one of those bands that they only put out a record every like decade and you accidentally hear about it yeah (laughs) and you're like fuck yeah and it's like the best album ever and that's so crazy how like it's just like i don't know it's like don't you want to do i always think like don't you want to do more and they're like no we're gonna do it we're gonna do it perfect yeah. And if it comes out once a decade, it comes out yeah. once a decade, but it's going to be perfect, which we see nowadays in this era of like now, 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 a lot of the some of the content that gets put out, you're kind of like, you should have waited. Like, yeah. this isn't like, come on, man. Yeah. You didn't need to just put out another one already. Yeah. We, we, we got it. It's the same yeah, thing. Just different names. Sure. Like we got it <laughs> for sure. For sure. So when, <laughs> when did you, so you came back to LA and then you went back to Alaska cause you're kind of like, ah, not yet. And then you were up there. How much longer? You said a few years. So 97, me and the wife, um, the band was pretty much done. We recorded a CD. Okay. Um, and that was as good as I was going to get. And um, the band thing, like I said, they wanted to stay in Alaska. God. And I'm like, nah, because they're Alaskan. They're, they're Alaskan yeah, people. Really from, yeah. And I'm like, nah, I can't do this. And I remember me and the wife were going to the mall and just come across the sky bridge and winter's about to come, mind you. Winter's so it's, coming. Yeah, it's like August. And uh, there was just this picture outside of a, a travel agency of palm trees. And it was for Hawaii, but I like, ah, yeah, California. And I just looked at the wife and I was just like, dude, you want to go to California? And she's like, yeah. Like, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Let's get out of this. That's awesome. And so we just bought our tickets. And literally the day we left, it snowed, just started snowing and just this relentless snow. And I'm just like, out of here. Yeah. Done. I've never seen snow. Yeah. I've never. I mean, and it was, it was funny because when we were getting ready to move to New York, everyone's like, oh, it's going to get cold. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah let, let, let me not, because our situation, my girlfriend and I is very similar to what you're talking about with your wife. It was very much like, cause I had done comedy. I started comedy when I was 22 in South Florida and I had done a couple of open mics. So I changed all my social media to comedian cause mm-hmm. I had a couple of open mics and then yeah. I, uh, <laughs> as one does. Yeah. I got my first DUI, I had done two open mics and the officer was like, what's your occupation? I said, I'm a comic. Yeah. <laughs> you put that in the report. That's on public record. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but then I was getting drunk all the time and it was just, it was bad. Like you're talking about, like I was talking about, like I look at some of my old joke books and I'm like, this isn't even like, this is edgelord shit. That's not even funny. It's just like me, like playing into this, like frat boy, like date rape character. Sure. And I was like, <laughs> 
this is horrific. So then fast forward to 2015, when I fell off the wagon, I like fell real hard and I stopped doing comedy for like three years. And then I started back in 2018, which is so fast forward to like last year, that same exact thing happened. My girlfriend has always wanted to live in New York and I've always wanted to like pursue comedy in a bigger market. And we just kind of looked at each other one day and we're like, what do you just want to go? Like, why not? Like, let's just go. What you have to do. Yeah. And it was, so it's bananas that you did the same thing coming back to California. It's like, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah. We moved to uh Bakersfield first for a minute. And then uh, my friend, Brian, you know, head for corn. Yeah. He called up and he's just like, Hey, what are you doing, man? Cause you know, we've been in Bakersfield like three months and I go, Oh, we're just, you know, in Bakersfield right now, saving up money. And he goes, you never will. He goes, you'll never save enough. He goes, you'll never leave. He goes, yeah. he goes, you got to just go, dude. Um, you guys, you just got to do it. And dude, he's right. Yeah, he's right. So, you just have to do it. That's so like, uh, it's so true. Cause there's, I lived in Oklahoma city for a brief period and people would be like, Oh my God, you're from Florida. That's awesome. And I'd be like, you can move. Like you don't have to stay here. Exactly. And they're like, yeah, but you know, my family's here and I, I'm going to move. I just got to say, you know, I, I want to pay this bill or I want to get caught up on that. And it's yeah. like, if you keep setting these limits, you'll never, that's why for us, it was so important to have a, a like a drop dead date. We're like, no, we're going, you know, all things considered a pandemic had started. Uh, then there's so, that. Yeah. So like we couldn't leave, but all things considered, we're like, no, it doesn't matter how much we have in the savings account. Like we're going because we wanted to save up X amount of dollars so we could live comfortably. But it got to the point where it was like, it doesn't matter if we have five grand or a grant, like we're going on yeah. this day. Um, and so that and, and then the world, fell you apart, know, but. and to be honest, nobody tells a good joke who's living comfortably. Yeah. And nobody, nobody's album I bought was, you know, really good album that we're like oh yeah yeah i got tons of money and we're living yeah really it's so it's so funny that you say that because i i was talking to my because everyone in my family like my older brother has a phd my older sister's like has a mad like everyone's really smart Oof, and like yeah has really good careers and um you know they're basically like in the trenches of that life and it's so funny because i was talking to i think it was my uncle or somebody the other day and they go so but you're you're 33 now you're gonna be 33 and i was like yeah <laughs> And they're like, yeah, but you, you don't, you want like retirement and like a, a steady pay. And I, I, I just remember I, I was on the phone. I was like, listen, there is no plan B like it's comedy. I will be extensively poor for the rest of my life. As long as I can do comedy, like there is nothing else. Yeah. And it just blows their mind. Cause they're like, it means that much to you. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, I'm already dead inside, buddy. Yeah, like, so let's do it. <laughs> and it's like you said, like there's no, there's no, nobody that I listen to, especially early stuff. There's nobody where it's like, oh, you know, oh yeah, my life is great. Here's here's why. Yeah, there's a reason why um, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction is an amazing record. Yeah, and everything after it kind of sucks. Yep. Well, Use your you illusions. Not great. No, it's not. And there's certain there's certain comedians um, that uh, bands, comedians, any kind of artist where it's like, oh, they've they've lost something like they've lost some sort of right. edge. Yeah, because there are some specials that I'll, I'll, I'll watch now. And I mean, who the fuck am I? I'm some nobody from Jacksonville, but I've I study comedy like, you know, I've 
I've been watching it. It's just going to, this might make you feel old, but I've been watching it since I was like six. <laughs> and I remember recording on VHS, like Mitch Hedberg and stuff. Um, sure. Comedy Central presents. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know I'm, what I mean? Like yeah, back I'm much then. Older. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mitch I Hedberg you, was though. like one of the first, it's, you say Carlin and Pryor. I say Hedberg and Burr. Sure. I um, got to, you know, I got to see Hedberg. Yeah. Oh, you um, did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw crazy. him with uh, Bobcat Goldfate. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Just all these people. And, um, uh, and that weed dude, I forget his name. The guy that does everything weed related. Doug Benson? Uh, yes. Before they were, you know, before they were that. Yeah. And uh, it was at this little place. I forget what it's called. Um, and yeah, you just, just sitting down there on the, uh, sit on the floor. Cause if you can't pay to eat. You get to sit on the floor. Oh, wow. In front of the stage. And um, my buddy who was a, uh, uh, an agent told me, go to this show. He goes, don't pay to eat. He goes, just sit on the floor, watch yeah. the comedy. And uh, I was glad I did. Yeah. Mitch Hedberg was one of the people and he went up and did his thing. And I was just like blown away. Then just a night of being blown away. Yeah. It's, it's astounding. Cause he only has online. He only has like an, a little over an hour of material. That sure. You can see. And it's, it's so weird. Cause like I watching it and then just the writing and the, the, the setups and how misdirect he does. Yeah. And, he's brilliant. Like I've, I've been doing it 10 years. Like I've seen, I've watched a lot of comedy. I study comedy. I've, you know, I, but just watching certain people, it's like, Oh, that's different. Like that's a whole other level of, yeah and that's the thing with comedy is everybody's got a thing you know everybody yeah. you know there's a group of people that will enjoy what you do like people that like ah oh, i hate carrot top them all yeah well there's a lot there's of people lot that of really people love that it. guy yeah and i get that you know i get i get why they like him i get you know yeah. why he draws a crowd and those people probably are not going to dig my stuff and that's totally cool there's a whole bag of degenerates out there that'll be yep. like Coleman's my guy. That, it's so funny. You mentioned that it brings it full circle. Cause I was, <laughs> you know, shout out to Eric Allen Wendell full circle. I, uh, <laughs> I was, um, I was at a show and it hit me. Um, I was listening. I think it was uh, Kyle Kinane. I was listening to his podcast uh -huh. and, and he said, I don't need everybody. I don't need all no. of you. Like if you're going to be a dick to you me don't. on social media, go the fuck away. And I remember listening to that and like that next night I had a show and I got up there because I talk a lot about getting sober, my alcoholism. I've got like weird scars all over my body that I joke about on stage. And you like don't know where they came from across my face. Well, a lot of them are either, you know, being bullied as a kid. And then when I got older, I was trying to show how tough I was. So I'd like put lighters out and shit on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> so I talk about all that on stage, like depression, anxiety, like suicide, all that, because I've been Baker acted twice, too. So I talk about all that stuff. And I was doing a set and I, I opened the set with a, a joke about suicide and silence, which is worse than groans is just silence. sure. Sure. And then it clicked in my head and I literally looked at the audience and said, I was like, oh, I don't I don't need any of like none of you are going to get this. But there is a group of people out there. Yeah. And I do like shows that for like like degenerates, like you said, and it's like, oh, they love it. Oh yeah, dude. Like, there's, we don't we don't need everybody. We just need enough people to fill a room. There's yeah, there's been a ton of times where I've told a joke and I've had the whole room in the palm of my hand, and then I told a joke that went too far <laughs> and only one person laughed, and I go, There's my guy. Right there. That's my guy. That you was, know, 
that was me in Dayton, Ohio. My brother, older brother, was the only one who was, I, I hate to say it, but seemed like the only one who was like with it enough to get where I was going. Yeah. He's dying. He was dying. And like, not like the fake, like, oh, I'm your older brother. So I have a lot. Like, yeah. he was loving it. And then after the show, everyone kind of looked at like they were kind of like, yeah, that was good. And yeah, I'll never invite my family to yeah. a show ever it's... again. My sister's the only person allowed because she, she loves it and she yeah, brings she people. Gets it. Yeah. I mean, the one <laughs> she used to bring all these people to my shows all the time. And I forget she's a teacher. Well, I mean, <laughs> so they're all teachers, you know, yeah, those are her, that's her friend circle. <laughs> you know, most of them are special ed teachers. They're all really nice people. And then when me and my wife moved down here and she starts working in the district, all these people are like, oh, oh, uh, oh, God, is your husband Craig? And she's like, uh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we've seen him do comedy. And she's like, oh, yeah. So a lot of that happened a long time ago. <laughs> Those are old stories. <laughs> they're all, yeah, we get it. It's cool. <laughs> same thing. Same, same exact thing. It's right. whenever my girlfriend comes to a show, it's always like, oh, you're dating him? She's like, he's not like that anymore. It was a long time ago. They're just stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just stories. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, this was a blast, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely, Brandon. Right. It was great. Go ahead, plug everything one more time. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, your podcast, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, Instagram, Coleman 70, Craig Coleman 76. Uh, uh, Twitter, Team Coleman 76. Uh, Craig Coleman on Facebook. Um, Liquid Band-Aid, the aid is spelled A-D-E dot com if you want to hear that free music. And uh, yeah, that's... And then also... I'm on uh, the full charge power hour. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah, man. All Thanks right. for having me, dude. Yeah, of course. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, it was you know, a blast. Good, man. I'm, I'm glad you had fun. This is the first, first LA comic, legit LA comic on the podcast. No, nice. Nice. Yeah, I can stop. I can stop getting all my friends from Jacksonville. I can be like, <laughs> nah, big time now. I That's got real right. People now. That's right. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, check me out, uh, BrennanTComedy.com. I've got upcoming dates because I live on the East Coast where nobody cares about science. So I've got <laughs> dates in Georgia, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, all coming up in the next few months. And Brennan T Comedy on all social media. Thank you so much, everybody. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>